Hello, all you slut enthusiasts, fellow sluts, and pervs. Welcome to the Slut Next Door podcast, and I am your Slut Next Door, Miss Beatrix. I am a taboo phone sex operator, audio porn creator, and just an overall slut. Who wants to talk about being a slut, kinks, fetishes, and all the dirty secrets that you keep inside of your head. So today, it's just going to be me. The past few episodes, I've sat down with some friends and fellow kinksters and a creator, and those were totally fun. I love it. Um, But I will mix it in with some solo podcast episodes um, here and there. So today, I'm going to talk about men and humiliation one of my favorite favorite things to talk about so let's go ahead and hop right in there uh like i always mention at the beginning i am a phone sex operator so all day every day i'm talking about kinky shit and i love it (laughs) um and also I have been part of my local BDSM communities for several years uh, off and on. So I do have some experience in the area of male humiliation. So what is humiliation, specifically sexual humiliation, erotic humiliation, um, BDSM humiliation. It's all pretty much the same thing. And it just covers so much. Like I feel like humiliation is woven through just almost every BDSM kink or fetish. And I'm also going to kind of preface what I'm going to talk about this episode with, you know, I don't know, you could call me a professional, but I am by no means like the end all be all of BDSM. You know, I just have experience um, in my world. So I love to talk about that experience. And yeah, so I just wanted to say that I am by no means like, you know, God of BDSM, or rather goddess of BDSM. Uh, but you know, okay, so what is humiliation? So I would say that, you know, it all starts with consensual play. Now, I've come across some men that want to, you know, if they're out in public, they would love it if a group of women just started pointing and laughing. Those are like the hardcore humiliation lovers. Um, but you know, most of the time, you're working with a sense of consent, you know, like you have a man or a woman, uh, but today I'm going to be talking about men specifically that come to another person and say, I give you consent to X, Y, Z, right? And so that's always the best scenarios when you have that consent, because that's everything. And BDSM is consent. Um, So, you know, it's consensual. And I would say that Humiliation can be very psychological. It's such a a psychological, mental kind of fetish, you know, and it's within a sexual context Uh, because you can be humiliated outside of sex, right? Um, Tripping, you're walking down the sidewalk and you trip. That's humiliating for some. Um, But, you know, we're talking about humiliation and the sexual context where a person is truly getting aroused and excitement over being humiliated. And, you know, that, that is what I'm so interested in. I love, for me specifically, I love learning the whys, um, about kinks and fetishes. Like, you know, if you say, Hey, I'm into, uh, you throwing water on me and tickling me. Okay, cool. I'm not going to judge you on that. But can we talk about why? Like the why is so fascinating to me. So when I first started working with, you know, submissive men that wanted to be humiliated, I dug deep, you know, I wanted to know 
why is this arousing to you? You know, I'm not judging you, but I just want to know why. Um, and that's, for me, it helps me be a better top or a better dominant to them. Let me give a short little lesson because I know a lot of people get confused by the word top and bottom and dom sub. Like, hey, what's the difference between those two things? So a top and a bottom is more of a uh, light kind of arrangement. You know, we say, two people say, hey, we're going to have this scene where we play together in this BDSM setting and you are my top, as in the top is doing the things to the bottom and the bottom is receiving the things. (laughs) And a dom sub is more uh, formal. You know, there's more of that power exchange there. So humiliation also, I would say, is like a mental masochist uh, behavior. You know, you like, when when you're a masochist, you like receiving pain. Right. And usually that's within the the physical setting. Like you like to be beat, you know, it turns you on if someone spanks you. Um, In this sense, it turns you on when someone brings, quote unquote, mental pain, you know, and that's why consent consent is everything. Because, um, you know, if someone were to ask me to do a very intense kind of humiliation type role play, I'm going to want some clear consent. I always like to say you as the submissive or the bottom, you set up the playground that we play in with your limits. Like this is where I want to go. This is where I won't go. And then me, the dominant or the top, I get to go in that playground and play within your playground, right? So um, I would say humiliation is, you know, a, a mental masochism type of play. So let's get into the whys. Why does someone want to be humiliated in a sexual setting? Well, I have found that there's many different reasons. There's many different um, causes to someone wanting to be humiliated. One being, you know, some submissive men have overwhelming feelings of of fear and vulnerability, you know, and bringing those in full light, shining a spotlight into them in a sexual BDSM setting turns those fears and vulnerabilities into something pleasurable because usually fear and vulnerability is not typically pleasurable, right? Um, To be scared of something and to feel vulnerable is is a very uncomfortable feeling. And so when you consent to being humiliated in a sexual setting, those feelings then turn into something sexual and something that feels good and something that brings you pleasure. Um, And also, I find that some people just find being humiliated as a form of adrenaline rush. Um, It's like a little risky sometimes, or just overall exciting. I think also humiliation, submissives, it's a way to receive attention, right? So especially if it's um, something they want to be humiliated about, something they are um, insecure about, um, or something that's mediocre. And in the real world, they're not seen as being special or unique. It's just kind of average or below average even. And so in this setting of sexual humiliation, that insecurity now has all this attention. It has all the attention actually, um, you know, from a dominant woman or man. Um, So I think that attention sometimes is just a, a reason or a cause to wanting to be humiliated. Um, And I find this one super, super interesting. And it's very psychological. Um, You know, so going back to something you're insecure about. 
in a sexual setting where you're being humiliated, you're bringing control to something that you're insecure about. So outside of the sexual setting, you're insecure about something and you really don't have much control over it. You know, it's something that you're insecure about or something that is less than about you, but bring it in the sexual setting. You now have this person, this dominant person that's taking control over something that you feel insecure about, something that you don't feel good about, and they're taking control over it. And, you know, it, I think it feels good for the submissive to, to not have control over it. And it it brings a feeling of freedom in a way, you know, and mixed with sexual things, just totally great. Uh, And this is specifically for men. Um, This reason why, why I think some men like to be humiliated sexually is, you know, we all know that men, (laughs) we all know that men, you guys have like really big egos. Like you have these big egos. And I know that, I mean, I don't know this. I just, it's just going off of stories, um, or things that men tell me, you know, you have a lot of, you have to live up to these expectations of being a man, right? You know, um, a lot of times you may be expected to be always in control, a leader, um, the breadwinner, you know, all those traditional male roles that, you know, are really, they can be stressful, right? And so when you enter into a sexual setting to where a woman or a man takes control over you and you are submissive to them, man, I, I think that that is a big thing for a lot of men. Um, you know, being able to take off the masculine clothes that they have to wear, and this is metaphorically speaking, taking off that masculine role that they wear every single day, you know, going to work, being a boss or being in control of something um, or being the man of a household in this sexual setting, all that goes away. Now the the dominant woman or the dominant man over you now has all the control. They are the leader and the submissive male, they just get to just sit back and enjoy whatever it is they're going to enjoy in their uh, sexual setting, uh, specifically being humiliated. And being a phone sex operator, I would say that majority of men, I notice <clears throat> ones that I would get to know that like to be humiliated were, you know, very hardworking men, bosses, managers, you know, high power jobs and letting loose and letting a woman humiliate them is their only escape in life where they feel like they're not in control and they can relax. You know, so I think that's, that's a big thing for a lot of men. Um, and another big thing, and this is, this is where it turns me on specifically, um, being a more dominant woman in that role is I love, I love deflating a male ego when it wants to be deflated, of course. Um, cause again, consent is everything. Um, but it is so powerful for me as a woman to pop a male ego, take it all away and just, just smother that ego where it's, you know, nothing left, but this submissive male raw, you know, um, totally submissive to me. And now I hold all that power. That is such a turn on for me. Uh, and I think that kind of goes into kind of classic, male and female roles, right? Because a lot of times women, women are, we fall into this submissive role, you know, we're, we're caretakers, we're, we're soft and we're, um, you know, we're feminine and whatever. Uh, so when I get to be dominant though, it takes a lot of masculine energy 
And that shit turns me on. (laughs) Not in the way, you know, I'm not saying I want to be a man. I love being a woman. I would not want to change roles. But having that masculine power, powerful energy, I love it. So, yeah, those are the reasons why I think most people or most men specifically want to be humiliated in, in a sexual and erotic way. So now I wanted to go into the kinds of humiliation that I've encountered in my experience um, as a femdom and as a phone sex operator. And when I say femdom, that's female dominant, um, whatever you want to call it, goddess, mistress, whatever, you know, the names are wide. Um, But one of my favorite, favorite ways to humiliate a man, of course, when he consents to it, is small penis humiliation. So small penis humiliation, I'll start off why I like it. So I am admittedly unashamed, (laughs) a size queen. I recognize penis size as it fucking matters, (laughs) right? Like, I think that when people say, oh, size doesn't matter. It's, you know, the the way you use it or the motion of the ocean or whatever. That's fucking bullshit. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. It's bullshit. Because um, I can say as a woman that has had a lot of penises inside of her, (laughs) um, the bigger ones, that fucking matters. I'm sorry. It does. And I'm not trying to be a bitch. I do not have on my femdom hat right now. I'm just telling the truth. And I'll give you a little story, actually. So this was, I don't know, not too long ago, maybe like four years ago. I had this man that we were dating. And the first time we went to bed together, um, you know, we're about to have intercourse and I knew he had a large penis. I'd seen pictures that, you know, before we were about to have intercourse, my mouth was on it. You know, I was touching it. Obviously, it was large, right? So before before he goes to put it in, (laughs) inside my vagina, he says, he looks me in the eye, all serious too. And he goes, sweetie. I'm about to ruin your life. And I'm like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, and he goes, I'm about to make it to where you're not going to want to fuck any other man that's smaller than me. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I, I remember thinking, this guy is so full of himself. Just fuck me already, okay? So <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. So he puts it in. You know, we have sex. I mean, mind-blowing sex. And he was right. He was absolutely right. I was sold, and he was so large. I, I don't know his inch size. I get asked that a lot. I I don't remember. I'm sure he told me, but I don't remember. I would guess he was nine inches. I'm not kidding there. Nine inches. It was, it was fucking large. <laughs> and after that night, I thought, you know, that, that motherfucker, he was so right. I don't want anything smaller. Um, and yeah, that's, I would say that was the journey of the beginning of the journey of me being a size queen is I realized that dick size does matter. And so this all ties into small penis humiliation, because I know you guys hold you know, these feelings about your dick size, right? Like your dick is symbolic of sex, right? I mean, you can't have intercourse without a hard dick, right? So, and I do feel for you guys on that. I know that's a whole issue, uh, staying hard, getting hard. Um, (laughs) but other that's off topic. So, you know, if you have a smaller dick, I, I feel so bad for you. I really do. Because what are you supposed to 
what are you supposed to do? Like when you're going out to date and you know, you, you meet this beautiful woman and you know, you guys have had sex and the moment that you pull down your pants for the first time, I'm sure you're looking at the look on her face when she sees your small dick. Like I totally, I totally get it. And I feel so bad. Um, but back on track, uh, small penis humiliation is when men with smaller penises like to be humiliated for it. You know, they crave that. Um, and as a phone sex operator, I can't tell you how many times I've done small penis humiliation. Um, and I love every second of it. Usually it's when men send a picture, right? And they're like, you know, I'm about to call you and I want you to give me SPH, which stands for small penis humiliation. And they just jerk off to me, humiliating them for their small dicks. And for me, it's so fun because it's powerful. Again, it's that masculine energy and, you know, it's telling a man like, your manhood, right? Your manhood is so small that I would never fuck you. If you did fuck me, I don't even think I could feel it. I would not feel it. Like if you entered inside of me, I might be like, are you in? Like, is this it? You know, just that small, small penis humiliation. And it's so fun. It's so fun. And especially when the man wants it, like I would never do that to someone that you know, did not want it, like did not, and you know, if they were like, Hey, here's my penis. What do you think about it? Um, I would not be a bitch about it and put on that femdom hat unless I knew, Hey, I'm into being humiliated for my penis. Here's my picture. Right. So that, that's all about consent. (laughs) Actually, this is a fun, funny story. Um, one time I was on this phone, phone sex site, right? And they have a chat feature that guys can message you and chat with you before or after calling. So this guy, right? Um, and let me back up. So my profiles on this phone sex site were all femdom related, very femdom. Um, there was all sorts of evidence that I was into humiliating men, right? So if you paid attention to my profile, you knew I wasn't a phone sex operator that you would call and I would be all soft and sensual and romantic. You know, I was going to be like some badass femdom bitch. So, you know, so I assumed like he sent this picture. Okay. And he's like fully nude, but he's covering up his genitals right? And he had a really sexy body. He, he was very muscular. You could tell he worked out a lot. And so I say, I type back to him. I'm like, show me what I really want to see. Okay. So then he sends me a picture where he reveals himself. Let me tell you that thing was so small, like, and it was so small compared to his big, thick, muscular body. And I just, in my mind, I thought, okay, surely this guy wants small penis humiliation because that thing is so fucking small. And then in my mind, I'm like, if you were messaging me and sending me a picture, like he didn't even say hi, he just sent me this picture. Um, so I just, I just went to town. I was like, that is the smallest penis. Like I've ever seen on a muscular man. That must be why you work out so much. You know, I just tore him to shreds. And then I find out that he was like, wow, wow, that was mean. And, you know, it did, we, we chatted more. And then I learned that he did not want <laughs> the small penis humiliation. And I was like, shit. But the funny part is he, so he kind of disappeared. And then later that day he showed, he actually called me and he was like, Hey, do you remember me? I sent you the picture, blah, blah, blah. And on the phone, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, I thought you wanted this, you know, um, so sorry. Your dick is fine. You know, he was like, no, no, no. He goes, I've never been so turned on before. I was like, oh, really? (laughs) And I was like, well, do you want more? And he was like, yeah. (laughs) And so I gave him more and like, I chuckle about him because 
you know, I gave him his first small penis humiliation and I just envision that's what he does now. Like that should be his kink now because he was so turned on by it. And so, you know, with him in mind, right, obviously this guy knows he has to know he has a small dick. I know because you guys watch porn, right? And those dicks are, are huge. Um, and so you're looking at yours and you're like, what the heck? Um, and if I think when men come to the realization that, oh, okay, I have a small dick. Okay. So instead of like being all insecure about it, you know, I'm going to find a woman that will humiliate me for it. And then it turns sexual and she takes control of my insecurity and then it becomes something sexy. Um, you know, so yeah. And then, so I've also heard from men in this situation that their small penis humiliation kink really started from like when they were say a kid or in high school, I can't tell you how many times I've heard a man on, um, a phone sex call say, you know, when I was in high school, I was in the male locker room for the first time. And, you know, I look around and I see my peers, you know, my teenage peers, and they all have dicks that are like double my size. And I was so ashamed. I was so embarrassed, you know, and so they always bring that up. So, I think sometimes it starts as like this like traumatic experience involving their dick and then it turn then they 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 turn it around and instead of it being something that's hurtful and you know embarrassing then it turns erotic and arousing when you bring it into the kind of humiliation setting um also I think that some men especially if you have Maybe not like a micro size penis, but you know, you're like average, maybe slightly below average. It is maybe the one and only time that your dick gets that much attention, right? Because I have learned that men love when we talk about their dicks. <laughs> men love that. I can just say, you know, um, I'm talking about your dick right now and I know it's going to respond. Um, so in the humiliation setting, a woman's just focusing solely on your dick, you know, so you're getting a hundred percent attention on your dick. Now it's, you know, humiliating attention, but it is attention, right? Um, so yeah. And (laughs) I wanted to bring up this story because it was interesting. So, um, one of my phone sex calls, he started off by saying, you know, I'm into small penis humiliation, but also I only have one ball. So can you please call me like a one ball loser and shit like that? So I'm like, well, yeah, sure. Why not? (laughs) And so I would just, you know, humiliate the shit out of him for his small penis, but also like, do you even produce the amount of cut you can produce the amount of cum that usual men do because you only have one ball. Who wants to fuck a man with one ball? You know, and that's what he was into. Super into. Another um, really memorable uh, client that I had, <clears throat> long-term client. He <clears throat> he had a very small penis, you know, um, and he had trouble getting hard too. So that was something he liked to be humiliated about. But, you know, within his kink of having a small penis, he also liked me to take advantage of his wallet. So the fin dom, the financial domination piece. So he would get on cam, right? And he would just get completely nude. I would stay dressed. I didn't have to reveal a bit of my body. Just my face. It's just me and my face and my voice. And he would just jerk off his flaccid dick, right? And I would just sit there and humiliate him like uh, you know, whatever I would say. And then I would say, "You know what? The only way that I'll fuck you is if I fuck your wallet." 
send me $40. And he'd sit there on his phone and he'd send $40 and he would just be jerking furiously, you know, (laughs) and he loved that, you know, so it was consensual. We had, we had talked about that beforehand. That wasn't something I brought out of thin air. That was something he was into. And so, yeah, that was, (laughs) that was our setup is we would just, um, you know, get on cam and, I would talk about his penis and humiliate him for it and just continuously fuck his wallet. And that was the way, that would be the only way I would fuck him, right? I would never fuck his flaccid little dick. It wasn't even possible to be fucked, but his wallet was possible to be fucked, right? So that was a lot of fun. Actually, one of my favorite, favorite clients, actually, you know, because this is like, this is going to be a topic, but I think important. If, you know, once you start doing phone sex for a while and you get these repeat customers, you start feeling, as funny as this sounds, you start feeling like they're your friends, right? So, and that's going to sound funny because this guy, you know, we had such intense sessions, but we would always end just sitting there talking, talking about life and, um, you know, our experience. And I really, really liked him, you know, like. I'm not talking about like romantically, but he was such a cool dude. Like, and there's lots of repeat guys that I have that I just adore them. Like there's some, like if I don't see them for a while, I'm like, man, where is so-and-so? Like, I kind of miss him. I just, you know, you it's a really interesting dynamic. And, you know, I guess it all boils down to that customer relationship, um, you know, and I think that's what makes you a good phone sex operator when, when the guys can feel that as well, you know, like, man, I really, yeah, she turns me on and makes me come, but man, she's so freaking cool. You know, I think that's, I think that's important. Um, so back to humiliation, different kinds, move on to also one of my favorites and literally what dominated my femdom uh, phone sex career, gay and bisexual humiliation. Okay. So these are mostly, most of them were married men. Okay. Married men to women. So heterosexual men that secretly either suck cock behind their wife's back or secretly wanted to. Right. And so they love to be humiliated for being bisexual, you know, and no one knowing. And to turn that around, that's hot for me because I love, I love, love, love knowing someone's naughty secret. You know, I'm the only one that knows in this world. You know, it's just me and you, not even your wife knows, you know, not even your mom knows. It's just me not your best friend. He doesn't know, but I know your secrets. You know, that is so hot. So yeah, I mean, I can't tell you, you know, it's so funny because here I am, you know, uh, a woman on a phone sex site, um, offering all sorts of services. And most of them were, you know, some sort of bisexual thread to it, you know, like secret bi stuff. Um, and men, there's some men that love to be humiliated for that. And I feel like most of them are married men or in a relationship. So, you know, they like to get on the phone or through text and they love to hear, you know, God, you were such a fag for cock, you know, and that's when I say that word, when I use it, it's always consensual, always agreed upon. Okay. don't want to fluff anyone's feathers there. Um, personally, I love saying that word. It's, it's fun. And I, I'm not walking down the street saying fag, you know, I'm only saying it in consensual settings where men want to hear it. And let me tell you, (laughs) that word is such a trigger for some men, such a trigger, like, and it's one of the most fascinating things about being a phone sex operator is I love to, you know, when I'm interacting with a man, 
and I say a word that I know is their trigger word. I know it's going to trigger them. I love to hear that, that guttural response. Like, you know, I'm thinking of one specifically. Anytime that I would say, you're such a faggot. Like his, you could hear it in his voice. He just would go wild, wild. Like, you know, I could tell he was just trying not to come just from that single word. So yeah, it's, you know, bringing the gay by thing. It's, it's that, you know, it's that fear, it's the vulnerability, they're insecure about it. It's that masculine ego, you know, and they obviously have this secret desire to suck cock, you know, and I guess since they can't do it, since they're married, they want to be humiliated for it. Or maybe it's their way to punish themselves. Like, yeah, I'm married and I'm totally in love with my, my wife and I'm super happy, but I just want to suck some cock. And I want you to tell me how much of a fag I am for that. You know, that's so a thing. And it's, it's exciting. That's, it's one of my favorite ones. Um, you know, and there would be some days I'm, you know, on the old phone sex site I was on and I'm like, you know, I'm just talking about cock all day and I'm totally cool with that. (laughs) Totally cool with that. Um, so yeah, another popular one is the cuckold beta porn addicted humiliation. So this is where men want to be humiliated for being a less than man, right? So beta man, a beta male is a male that is, you know, lacks that masculine energy, that, that, um, just powerful male energy, right? Or the cuckold one, I have opinions. Okay. I'm going to try not to get on a tangent here, but I have an opinion that cuckold Sure, you can do little role plays on it, like on the fly, but true cuckolding requires a intimate, loving relationship, um, which I have been in a loving cuckold relationship. And it it meant more to me to humiliate him because I loved him. And I know that sounds so ass backwards, but... You know, I knew that was his fetish, right? So I knew I was giving him what he wanted and what he craved, right? And like, I truly believe as a cuckoldress, like, sure, you can humiliate and cuck any man, but when you're cucking your partner, the one that you love, that takes a lot of effort, and it's like a form of love. I know I, I almost laugh when I say that, but I won't go on that whole tangent. Maybe I'll have a whole episode on cuckolding. But um, but yeah, I mean, cuckold to me is so based within humiliation, right? You've got a you've got a man that has insecurities about his penis size, his sexual performance, and he allows his woman to fuck men that are better than him in bed, right? And so she's going to humiliate him during sex or before, after, whenever. Um, Again, that's bringing that insecurity and letting someone else take control over it. Um, It's just a really powerful thing. And let me tell you, (laughs) true cucks that are being like properly put in their place properly humiliated by their partner are super satisfied, super satisfied and happy men because that's what they want, right? Um, <clears throat> some, I have found that some men, so this is outside of cuckold, um, just believe they are beta men, right? They, whether it be penis size, sexual performance, overall masculine energy, um, they like to be humiliated for that. Like, yeah, you're you're a porn addicted loser. So you're going to stay at home and have a relationship with your hand and be pussy free. B- 
because you're a fucking loser. You know, men love, they love that. I mean, they will jerk so furiously to that. And that's the exciting part as a woman, you know, you're, you're getting to be a fucking bitch, you know, and it feels good. And you just knowing that man's just sitting there pumping his dick so fucking hard while you're being a bitch. It's so powerful. It's so empowering as a woman. It's arousing. I mean, I, I can look back and think about the first time that I truly had my first femdom experience. I remember just kind of self-assessing and reflecting on how I felt, you know, what my pussy felt like. I was so fucking aroused, like aroused, like I'd never been before. And it's that power. It's empowering or that power is arousing for me, at least just, yeah, it, it, it's, it's intoxicating. It's super intoxicating. Um, so yeah, uh, a lot of men nowadays are addicted to porn. So admittedly, and that can be something that they are and should be insecure about, right? Not saying there's anything wrong with that. Um, actually, Sometimes I think, man, these guys have it figured out because they, you know, they're just single their whole lives and they're not having to be concerned about anybody else. And their, their dick is just super happy and they're watching porn. Like, um, but to most of society, right. That, that's something to be humiliated about. So bringing that into further light, um, having a woman take control over that, God, men eat it up and eat it up. Um, mm, next type of humiliation, sissies. <laughs> I have a love-hate relationship with sissies. I'm going to be honest about that right now here publicly. I love sissies. I do. They're super fun. There's a part of me, though, that I'm like, oh, so much, so much attention, <laughs> But that's just a given. Like most submissive men, submissive women need attention. And that's okay. Not saying it's a bad thing. But yeah, I love sissies. You know, don't don't hate you. It's just sometimes it's like that that attention they need and they crave. Oh my gosh. Ooh, wears me down sometimes. But if you don't know what a sissy is, a sissy can come in many forms, but generally a sissy is a man where all his masculinity is stripped away. Now, it can be as heavy as full-on feminization and that's cross-dressing, you know, full I'm I'm talking full-on makeup, hair, um breast plates. They give them breasts or they stuff a bra, panties, dress, stockings, heel, you know, everything. Um, sissies also come in the form of just wearing panties. I mean, I know plenty of guys that like to be called a sissy and consider themselves a sissy and all they do is really wear panties. Um, and so a lot of sissies really love to be, to be humiliated for being a sissy, right? Um, because society, right? That, that's a lot of people are going to look at that and be like, what are you doing? <laughs> You're a man. You know, if you want to be trans, be trans. But sissies aren't trans. That That's a whole nother topic, right? I'm talking about men that present as cis males. And, you know, as a sexual fetish, they like to feminize, right? That's a sissy to me. So <clears throat> sissies can also be bi. Some are totally straight, you know, um, I've talked to many, 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 many (laughs) married men that, and their wives have no idea that they wear panties. Some of them every day, their husbands are wearing panties and their wives have no idea. It's so, I love it. And I'm so impressed by it. (laughs) Like I'm thinking of one in particular, you know, I always like to ask them, I'm like, where do you put your stuff? Right. So, you know, because sissies like they'll have a chastity cage, maybe panties, 
dildos, you know, all sorts of things. I'm like, where are you hiding these things from your wife? Most of them garages or in my car or, you know, just totally hidden. It just makes me laugh. But, um, but yeah, sissies love to be humiliated for being the little sissy sluts they are, right? Or, <clears throat> you know, just another interesting piece of sissies um, that I like to humiliate about is, you know, they'll be full on dressed, right? Full on feminized, even if they look great. Just reminding a sissy that, yes, you look like a feminized femme slut. But guess what? You'll never be a real woman. <laughs> and that, that usually drives sissies wild. Um, again, it's that insecurity. It's taking an insecurity and turning it into something sexual, right? Um, yeah, so that's sissies. I mean, I feel like I could spend a whole episode talking about sissies because like I, like I said when I started talking about sissies, they love the attention. Oh my God. Sissies would love for me to spend a whole episode on them. And I'm glad, I gladly will because I do love sissies. Um, <clears throat> now, the next kind of humiliation, I wanted to cover one of my favorites. Um, <clears throat> these two things are often tied together, but can also be separate. Exposure and blackmail. Hmm. I like to call blackmail psychological bondage. Okay. And so I'll, before I really dig into this, I'm going to say that blackmail and exposure play is totally for you know, in my world for adult entertainment, like it is a fetish. It is a kink. It is role play. I have never and never will expose a man, blackmail a man because why? Like I don't, first of all, blackmail is illegal, right? Um, and there's an interesting thing. I think some men like it because it's illegal, right? Some men just like things and not just men, women too, like things because it's risky and illegal and we're not supposed to do it, you know? Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I want to preface this by it is purely role play. There's no, I always like to tell men too, like it, if I'm going to do harm to you and like expose you and truly blackmail you, why that doesn't give me anything that makes you go away. And I'm not getting anything from you. You disappear. So why would I want that? Right? Um, so anyways, um, exposure. <laughs> Some men just simply love to be exposed for the losers they are just wide out in the open. And I'm not talking about flashing your dick in public. What I'm talking about is there, there is a website. It, I know a few months ago it was down. I don't know if it's still down. I can't even remember the name of it, but this website was purely for exposing. Like men would post pictures of themselves on this website, or you could tell their femdoms or their dominants were posting these pictures. Like, look at this loser or look at me, I'm such a loser, or look at me, I'm such a sissy fag, you know, anything like that. And they get off on that. They want to be seen. That's my thing. I think with um, people that are into the exposure kink, I think it's a way, you know, I think a lot of us can relate to this. We live in such a large populated world, right? And so if you're out in public, most people just look like normal people. Like you're not going to really stand out from a crowd. That's generally majority of us. You know, you may be really pretty or really handsome, but there's other pretty and handsome people too. You know, unless you're like a supermodel, you're not going to stand out in a crowd. So I think some men feel so mediocre or less than that being exposed is a way to be seen. It's a, it's a, 
even if it's negative, even if it's negative attention, it's, it's some kind of attention, you know? Um, but I've had men that have worked with me and, you know, we, we set up arrangements. We say, you know, what do you want to be exposed about? Okay. What, if you give me pictures, what do you not want in that picture? Like, do you want your face hidden? You know, whatever. Um, most of them want their face hidden, by the way. Some don't, um, major respect to that, but they will want me to just post their picture, you know, on, in in a discord group. And just because I, I had a discord server group where I just had a channel for exposure. And so I would post these men like, Hey, look at this guy. He is married and wears his wife's panties. You know, and there'd be a picture of him and his wife's panties. And these guys love that. Like, they want people to come in there and be like, oh my God, he's such a loser. They want to be seen. They want to be seen. It turns very erotic for them. And let me tell you, exposure and blackmail submissives are usually begging for it. They are begging to be exposed. They are begging to be blackmailed. You know, um, it's just such a risky activity, you know, and it goes back to that adrenaline rush too. But, um, I'll give you one of my favorites. He was an exposure and blackmail client, if you will. Um, he, he was married. Okay. Super small penis. I mean, super small. And he, he's interesting because he wasn't bi, but he had gone on grinder and sucked some man's cock and hated it. But that's how he was. He liked doing things that were wrong. Right. And so, you know, he had that. And then my favorite part of his story is he had a sugar baby, right? A sugar baby is a girl that you pay and she gives you sex in exchange, right? And sometimes like a relationship. So he had this sugar baby. So he's paying this girl. She was a stripper and she didn't even have sex with him. His Oh, and that's another thing. His wife hadn't had sex with him in five years. And then it turned out that his sugar baby even stopped having sex with him. He would just go over there and he would like worship her ass, um, lick her between the legs, lick her ass, and he would get nothing. He, she would allow him to jerk off and that's it. I mean, he was just so depraved and he loved, he loved these things. He loved telling me that story about the sugar baby and So he just wanted to be exposed for the depraved loser that he was, you know, like he, I had him post a picture. There was like 30 clothespins on his tiny dick and balls. You know, he loved to push that envelope. He loved to be seen. He loved the reactions like the, oh my God, like that's what people like him crave is that shock, that shock and awe, you know? And, um, yeah, that was his, he, yeah, he's just memorable because he truly was into it. He truly was something that he craved and needed. Um, another, oh my gosh, another super memorable one. Oh, I loved him. So he, when he first got hold of me on this phone sex site, he said, you know, I want to be, I want to participate in some blackmail role play, right? And I also want to be controlled by that or like through the things that you know about me. I want you to use those against me to turn me into a sissy. Okay. So I collected information about him right? Everything he just gave to me willingly, right? So by the end of it, he had told me his name, that he was married, all these girls that he had crushes on, you know, these women in his life. 
Um, and we would just, we would get on the phone and I would just tease him. I'd be like, you know, oh my gosh, like what if I were to send your wife a message that said your husband is a sissy fat. Oh my God. He would just die over this shit. Just die. He would be jerking off so fiercely and come so hard to just me talking about that purely like, you know, um, or what if I were to message your crush, you know, this woman that you crush on, it was his mother-in-law. <laughs> um, what if I were to message her and tell her the truth that you love wearing panties for me, that you want to suck cock? You know, he just, yeah, it, he was so fun to play with because that's all he wanted was that strictly just kind of teasing. Um, and I want to say that those kind of relationships, I do want to warn if you're interested in something like this, I would be careful, um, as a man, you know, if you're interested in the kind of the blackmail and exposure, um, really build a relationship with, with, you know, the, the person that's going to be doing the role play with you. Just be careful because I know there's girls out there on my previous uh, phone sex site that I worked on. I had guys tell me that they were actually doing like real things. (laughs) Like they were actually messaging, you know, and uh, like, why do that? I don't understand it. I really don't. Um, but you know, it's just smart to trust the person. And when I enter these relationships, even if it's just online and tra- transactional relationship, I make sure to check in, you know, without ruining the role play, but just to make sure, like, are you okay? Like, I promise this isn't real. You know, I just want you to be, sh- just know that I'm, I'm not going to do this, but I'm going to make you feel like I'm going to do it. Right. I'm actually in one currently. Yeah, I'm actually in a um, role play scenario currently where we just do delayed sexting. It's not even sexting, really. And so it's really fun. We set up this role play that um, he we met online, okay? And we were quote-unquote dating, you know, and... He, the, the, it was set up that eventually I would turn the tables on him. Right. And I would threaten him with blackmail. Um, and that's how I would control him. And so before we started this role play, I have this form that they fill out and, um, that just gives me their secret secret fetishes, secret kinks, you know, what do you want me to know? You don't have to let me know everything. And when I say that, I'm talking about personal information. Um, and I, I leave that totally up to them because like I said, at the beginning, I truly believe this submissive sets up the playground and you play within that playground. So I let them set up the boundaries and I just play within that. Right. And so he told me everything that I needed to know. And once I felt, it didn't take long. Once I felt like, I almost felt like a, like a predator. Like I was like a predator waiting to pounce. And so I waited, I waited for the role play to get to where he was kind of demanding me to do something. And I'm like, wait a minute, listen up. I know xyz about you do you want me to tell your precious little wife about xyz you know and so we just role play back and forth that i own you because if you truly set it up right uh, this kind of role play you can it's the ultimate like i said in um just a few minutes ago it's psychological bondage like if if i have XYZ against you in this role play, you're forever bound to me because, and you'll forever do what I say, because if you don't, I'll ruin this like that, you know? And it, like I said, it's all, it's all role play. 
don't, don't get your panties in the wad if you're listening. It's all role play. Um, and it's fun. Like he is having a blast. I'm having a blast. Um, you know, and it, it takes, it's very methodical too. Right. And so anyways, um, those are the kind of humiliation, uh, role plays, if you will, that I am familiar with and that I absolutely love. I adore humiliating men and all those sections. It's fun. Like I mentioned, and it, it, it truly does turn me on when a man can come to me and say, I want to be humili- humiliated for X, Y, Z, and I get to do it and I get to feel so fucking powerful and so empowered as a woman. Right. And that's another piece of it too. A lot of men, a lot of men love being in that situation with a woman because most women in your life expect you to be in control. That's the typical setup, right? Of genders is that the man's in control and the woman takes, you know, the woman just follows the lead. Um, you know, so it's very attractive for men and it's obviously attractive for me to flip those roles and be the one in charge and the one that holds the power. So yeah, um, so I'm going to plug something that's super exciting, um, that kind of ties into the episode today In the podcast next door, slut next door discord server. I have a channel set up in there called Hall of Losers. And so I can only post pictures in there. And I am hoping that some really depraved men will come to me and want to be exposed for the depraved losers that they are. And so I want to kind of use this episode to really kickstart and make that channel come to life. Um, so what I'm going to ask for, if you're in my discord server, send me or just message me, um, you know, message Miss Beatrix and just be like, Hey, uh, I want to be exposed. Here's what I want to be exposed about. And I'm going to pick the, the first five that come to me. And after that, um, because it does take time for me, I, you know, I take your photos and I, I edit them to kind of, um, you know, put on there what you're being exposed for. You know, it takes a little bit of time. So usually it's a service I provide a paid service, but the first five that do send me something to expose you about, within your consent, um, I will put in there and it's, it'll stay in that channel forever. You will be exposed forever and you don't have to include your face. Remember that because, you know, I want you to be comfortable with what you want to be exposed about and your face is not needed most of the time. But if you want your face, that's, that's up to you. Now, if you're not into being exposed or humiliated, then you are by all means encouraged, actually, you are encouraged to go in there and join me and humiliating them because they want it. They want the attention. They want the low key bullying (laughs) for whatever they're being exposed on. I promise you, I promise you they will love it. Um, So if you're in my discord server, just keep an eye out for hollow losers and it's, it's just gonna be fun. It's, it, it's so fun to watch. Um, you know, it's, it's funny. (laughs) It's funny to see what men want to be exposed about, you know? Um, and it's fun to tease them, you know, if that's what you're into. If you're not in my discord server, it is free. So you need to come. (laughs) It is, um, discord.gg slash slut next door in discord. Um, the other thing that I'm planning on doing, this is going to be inside the pervert paradise discord server that I'm a part of, which is a huge server, 8,000, we're over 8,000 members in there, 8,000. Um, but I'm going to hold in there an event soon 
that's going to be like streamed and it's going to be like Hall of Losers themed where men will come to me beforehand and they will, whether it's their small penis or an embarrassing fetish they have, you know, anything, anything within the legal boundaries, I'm going to humiliate them publicly in the pervert paradise in this, in the voice chat. And people are going to be encouraged to come to listen and also join in the humiliation. So I'm really excited to start that. Um, and my, my vision for it is that I pick the biggest loser, right? And I get to expose them out. Hey, you know, so-and-so is the biggest loser of, um, the month of October, look at how pathetic he is, you know, all that fun stuff. And also I'll put in there, it's going to be consented upon. Always remember that. Um, I, for one, I always operate ethically. Consent is everything. So yeah, look out for that. And if you haven't, or if you're not in the pervert paradise discord server, it is amazing. It is filthy in there but it is safe. It is legal. It is well moderated. Let me, let me promise you that nothing illegal goes on in there. We have a wonderful moderation team that keeps an eye out for real losers (laughs) that want to be dickheads and, you know, do illegal things. Yeah. We don't, we do not tolerate it. They are banned immediately. And yeah, we all, there are always eyes in that server. So anyways, if you're not part of the pervert paradise discord server, you can find us there, um, at discord.gg slash pervert paradise. And I always leave those links to the two servers in the episode description. So you can find them there as well. Um, now I told... I think I said this on the last episode, but, um, I held a contest in the slut next door discord server. Um, we have a channel in there that's called taboo age play. And so what it is, is legal porn, legal pictures, legal gifts, you know, captions, um, where people post. People post um, things that they find or whether they create them. And I held a little contest to see who could post the best content that really turned on the slut next door. And I have a winner. That winner is Accomplice529. I think those are the numbers. I'm sorry if I messed up the numbers, but Accomplice, you know who you are. You posted the most amazing content fabulous. And and another reason I chose you is because I know you make them and they're so well made. Keep it up. I love your stuff. You were awesome. I'm going to get with you on your prize on that. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening to episode six. Are you enjoying the slut next door podcast? I hope you are. I'm enjoying it. It's my sixth episode. Come join my discord server where you can interact with me and other members in the community and enjoy our delicious porn channels, just chock full of fetishes and kinks, all safe and legal. You can find that discord server at discord.gg slash slut next door. Or you can follow me on Twitter at slut underscore next underscore door. Thanks for listening. Talk next time. Bye-bye.